Welcome to Pain to Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca McKenzie. I'm a millennial Christian influencer, mum, soon to be wife, in Jesus' name, (laughs) student on the barrister training course, and masters of law. My mission is to help you turn your pain into your God-given purpose so you can walk in the greatness God has called you to be. Join me as I take you through my pain and how I have been on the journey of turning that into purpose, including sharing the lessons and the failures. Whilst on this podcast journey, I will also be inviting guests on to share their pain and their journey to walking into their God-given purpose. Welcome back to Pain to Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca McKenzie. Thank you to every single person who's been on this journey with us and just been sharing these episodes around and just engaging with these episodes. And I just pray that God is just speaking to every single one of you who's listening out there. And yeah, but today, guys, I've got an amazing guest. And this guest is my brother, Daniel. Hey, 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 hey. Daniel is here today to bless us with his knowledge. I'm going to be picking, unpicking um, a lot of uh, knowledge that he's got in that in that mind of his. I'm going to be picking out a lot of um, things based on this topic today that we're going to be focusing on, which is, does God really care? Now, on these episodes, we have been talking about, you know, pain our past trauma and just things that we've been through. But today I want to talk about, does God really care about all that pain? And we're going to talk about that today and I'm going to pick Daniel's brain. But first, um, I'm just going to ask Daniel to introduce himself um, if he wants to, just (laughs) who he is and just the great man of God that he is. (laughs) Hi, well, uh good to be here on this podcast is a privilege so thank you Rebecca for this invite um, <laughs> my name is uh, Daniel I um, I love Jesus I've um, came to know the Lord in 2007 and I've been wow. on the journey with him since then um, you know so you know many great things hopefully to share and and yeah. things that the Lord has um, you know helped me through and, and has helped me to uh, you know see how he does what he does and 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 how he takes us through the process of healing and deliverance and so on and so forth. I'm also a husband, a, a father of five children. Yeah, mate. We have, yeah, we have a very <laughs> very lively house. Um, yes, I I, I work. I, I I serve um also the a local church that I go to. Um, been involved in a lot of teaching the word recently. And um, yeah, just trying to kind of be busy and and focus on purpose and and many other things but yeah that, that's me in a very a small nutshell I'd say yeah and don't forget very prophetic as well a teacher and also very prophetic big dreamer as well <laughs> yes yeah so um we myself and Rebecca we're in and often uh, many a conversation just sharing purely dreams because yeah. um, yes yes definitely it's definitely a, a gift that God has, has has blessed us with um yeah, yeah. It's such an amazing gift to be able to dream. Um, yeah, sometimes I'm like, I go through periods where I'm dreaming so much, I'm like, I want it to stop. But then mm. at times, then when it does stop, I'm like, no, God, bring it back. I'm sorry, I want to dream again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing just how God can speak to us. Well, God speaks to us in many different ways, but dreams is so beautiful because you can just see it all in picture form and it's just, yeah, amazing. Yes. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so today we're going to be talking about does God really care? Now, Daniel, I'm going mm-hmm. to be picking your brain today. So, yeah. And we're going to dive into scriptures as well. And mm-hmm. just got some scriptures here. And, you know, we've, we've both just, yeah, just got, in, got some knowledge in this. But I know Daniel's got a lot that he can share because, as Daniel has shared, he's been on this journey for a very long time. So there's much more, he can give us a much more in-depth um, understanding. You know, I've shared pain myself on this podcast and pain that I've suffered been through traumatic experiences etc and so Mm -hmm. have have um 
some of my guests and one of those guests particularly was a man called Peter Woods um, and I'm hoping that some of you listeners out there have managed to listen to that particular episode um, where he talks about we speak about you know the cycles of abuse that he went through and he dealt with a lot of pain throughout his life um, suffered a lot of pain throughout his life abuse he was raped and all of these different things and it really just got me thinking with a lot as well and just you know in general when people ask the question you know if God really cares if God mm. is God then why does he allow this suffering as well why does he allow this person to be abused why does he allow this person to have mm-hmm. all of these different things and you know it is a good question it is a valid question you know is God really to blame do we blame God you know if he's God does he care about us, about the suffering that's going on in this world? So, yeah, I'll just kind of give it over to you, Daniel, and just, you know, does does God care about... Yeah, I mean, the, the short answer is is yes. Mm. Um, but obviously we're on this podcast, so expand <laughs> on that, that answer. I think there's so many perspectives that we can take on that answer. And it is yeah. it's deep, it is it's tough, it is um, it, it brings, you know, God's character into question, um god's reality you know how how involved is god does god really see everything does god really love me and it's just hard like i I mean we all have our own journeys our own testimonies our own um our kind of stories from pain to purpose and for 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 myself that story is not actually completed but obviously we've 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 also known and you just mentioned a guest you had in your podcast recently of things that they went through is kind of like beyond yeah um, beyond anything that we've ever kind of could probably imagine um you know going back to the question so one of the common question that you know people ask especially me non-believers atheists agnostics is yeah. you know if god is real then you know why does so much evil happen yeah. in the world and it's yes it's a reasonable question it's a tough question but in, in a way i don't feel like it's a, it's a really hard question because i think evil happens in the world because yeah. men have the capability to do evil and men act on the instinct to do evil um uh you know we was mentioning you know we had a short conversation before we we started this 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 recording and you know we mentioned about um uh you know people are born into sin you know david said you know i was conceived in sin i was i was born into iniquity like so the nature of sin is engrafted into our nature yeah the moment of birth so that 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 tendency or that um that nature of sin is is in man it's not in god you know god does yeah. not carry out evil manders so going back to the beginning you know god created heaven and the earth and he he put he created man and he created man perfect yeah you know, man was created perfect yeah adam was innocent he had no knowledge of sin and and we know the story and and, and sin yeah. was introduced to the world through satan Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now s- sin and satan make a very destructive team <laughs> for lack yeah. of a word a d- destructive combination oh. to a point where sin now hurts and 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 can destroy others um mm-hmm. and so that, that that's kind of the kind of simple kind of start i would say is that god does not sin god does not do the evil it's men that choose to do evil and carry out um you know from the small things to the really horrific things that they do it to one another uh, and satan is not far from that from them from those actions that makes sense yeah yeah no definitely and i think that's just it's it's such a true statement but it's some sometimes it's hard for people to comprehend and just swallow that Mm. we were born into this sinful world and that actually it isn't anything to do with God as in like the sin that happens because that's man that Mm. does this you know carries out these acts or whatever it is that happens it's man that does that because Satan introduced it into this world so we were now born into sin even you know as hard as it is again to swallow you know when we are born literally as a baby as a child we are straight away born into that sin and that's just the fact of it and it's it's hard to um see that and think well if god cares then he wouldn't allow a child to suffer mm-hmm. if god cares you know why would um you know the things happen to children and and um you know, as we were speaking briefly um, before this call that I read earlier about 
um, when I spoke about where I read earlier where this child, this person was talking about how children, you know, it's really hard to understand why would God allow children to suffer. But actually, it's because we were born into this sinful world. And it doesn't mean that any of us are free from that suffering. Any of us are absolved from that suffering. And it's really, really tough to... I know I keep saying that to swallow because I feel like that's so important to just kind of emphasize on. It is tough to swallow, but it is something we need to swallow because this is the world that we live in. Um, But we know that God is with us. We know that he walks with us through all. We know that Jesus came. He suffered on earth. You know, when God sent Jesus, sent his son to die for us on this earth, he suffered. He suffered more than many of us have ever suffered like I don't think in fact none of us have been crucified on the cross that's a straight up fact like none of us have been crucified on the cross and Jesus was crucified on the cross he was beaten he was persecuted mm. and he did nothing wrong nothing mm. nothing at all so how if God allowed his son Jesus Christ to go through all of that for us so we could be free from sin, so we could have a relationship with him, so we could have eternity with him. Why, in what way do we think that we are absolved and, and are free from then suffering? You know, we mm. live in a sinful world. We live in a world that there is suffering, but God promised us in his word that he is with us. You know, there's many scriptures in the word of God that says, you know, don't be anxious. I'm with you. Do not fear. I'm with you. You know, um, I'm with you through the darkest valley. You know, all of these different scriptures, you know, Psalms 23. Psalms 23 is one of my favorite scriptures. And specifically in Psalms 23, 4, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you are with me. You rod your stuff and they comfort me. You know, God knows that we're going to go through suffering, but he's saying, it's okay. I'm with you. It's okay. I'm with you through mm-hmm. all of the storms. I'm with you through the hard times. And that's what's the the beauty of God in all of this is that he gives us that peace that he's with us he and it's not and we're not going to be suffering forever or for that over a long time Mm -hmm. it's it's a time period and you know we go through times of suffering and sometimes it's genuinely God allows suffering for his glory you know so we could be a um testimony to others you know um what's that scripture I forgot uh where Jesus there was that man I'm not sure if you know the scripture Daniel um there was this man who was he blind yeah, or something yeah, you know yeah. what we're talking about and then yeah. someone said what what did you do or did you sin or something mm-hmm. like that and then jesus said it was to be used to show others oh do you i don't know if you know the scripture yeah it, it was um a blind man that was healed by jesus and um the question was put to them you know was was it the parents that sinned was it him that sinned that was yeah. he was blind and jesus responded no it was neither it was actually you know this this came about or this was the case so that God will be glorified in this situation. In other words, you'll yeah. be glorified when Jesus came along and healed this man of blindness. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So that's, that's the scripture. And so that's the thing. So sometimes it's, you know, when we go through suffering, sometimes it's because of the simple fact that we live in this sinful world and it is just, you know, suffering that we have to go through. Sometimes it's because God allows it for his glory. Um, and sometimes as well, God uses it to strengthen us. Like I can definitely say for the pain that I've been through and things that I've suffered in life, sometimes like things that I've suffered may not be anywhere near compared to some people. And then, you know, others suffering may not be anything compared to what I've been through. But what I do know is that so everyone's pain is, you know, valid. Everyone is going through their individual suffering. But what I can say with my particular journey is that I know that God's used it to strengthen me. Like I'm such a much stronger person. I know that you can vouch for me here, Daniel, the person I was like years ago, just like a mess. And just just in general, just the way I was was very angry, very like just I had a lot going on, like mentally a lot. And my way of dealing with my pain that I'd been through just as a child and growing up was through anger through rebellion like I was just just yeah not a nice person to be around sometimes but um that was my way of dealing with it but I know that God used all of that pain that I suffered throughout life and still do um go through suffering God uses it to strengthen me God turns it around for his good God turns around my pain and turns it into purpose and that's the beauty of God, that how God can turn your mess into your message. And it, and that's what I think is so amazing about God. Um, but yeah, so just to as well, just dive into, I guess, some more scriptures. Um, 
uh, if there's any particular scriptures that you want to talk about, because one that I thought was a great scripture was about Job. Um, you know, what the suffering that he went through. Like yeah. sometimes that's really hard to kind of swallow as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just the suffering that he went through. So I don't know if there's anything that you want to kind of highlight regarding Job and, and why he went through what he went through. Yeah. Why did like you know Satan went to God mm-hmm. and said no? Yeah, approached God and then God said, "What was it? Have you?" have you considered my servant Job or something along mm-hmm. those lines? Was yeah, it? yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, because I'm actually um, reading through the book of Job right now, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, um, I, and I've written, you know, it's, it's been, I don't know how many times I've come to this book, you know, it's, I, I kind of like to read through the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the, the book of Job is a very, oh gosh, what a tense book, what a powerful book, and what yeah. a, I mean, it really challenges your heart, your mindset, your theology, it, it just challenges everything, because yeah, here you see, the that, that the book of Job starts off by saying, and Job was a, God, a man that feared God, yeah. and you know, and, and basically shunned all evil, he was like, probably the most righteous man on earth at the time, and you know just you know love god and 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 as you correctly said it was it was god that tipped satan to yeah. say oh oh yeah have you noticed my um have you mo- have you noticed my servant yeah and you know satan's response was like wow you know you've blessed him so much you know he has everything of course he's gonna love you because you're the benefits you provide for him um and then god says okay you know take 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 what you want from him um but you know just keep it keep his health the first thing was like you know don't touch his body and so the test went out you know job lost everything he lost his family he lost his um he lost his possessions he just lost everything you know he lost his, his yeah. children and this was in a space of like probably like minutes wow um, because it said that one one person escaped one kind of disaster to come and tell job and as he was finishing his sentence another oh. person came oh. to you know <laughs> it was i mean talk about suffering and all of a sudden as well um and you know so it, yeah it's very right. very interesting um you know we'll call it a discourse that happens in the book of job where he has these, these three friends mm-hmm. and um and an additional f- a friend and, and god shows up in the end to put the put the record straight yeah. um yeah job really suffered and you know and it was god um that initiated it which is again quite of a crazy <laughs> it, it just it, it really challenges your th- you say your belief your th- theology um and as he writes point, like there is a purpose for suffering. There's a purpose as to why um, yeah. God allows us to suffer. In fact, I feel like one of the greatest um, purposes for for suffering, even to allow to be allowed to happen in our lives, is and I can't remember the specific scripture references, but I'm sure if you just quickly Google it. But it says, you know, this suffering cannot be compared to the glory that's ahead. There's a there's something that even so, the, the the what suffering the impact or the influence that suffering can have upon us is 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 actually preparing us um for a greater glory for a greater glory so we're passing through a time we're passing through here on earth um and and god allows tests and trials and challenges and all things to happen because god's actual greatest interest is it to transform us into the image of his son you know and and as much as we wish it could just be through praying and reading our bible and going to church there's something about the fire you know those fiery trials that refines us you know i can't tell you how many times we've been through very tense seasons of I can't call it anything else but suffering. Yeah. When I come out on the other side, man, I, I feel so much lighter. I feel purer. I can see God clearer. My faith is stronger. You know, I, I've gone through the fire, but I've come out purified. Yeah. You know, so th- that is one um, point of suffering. And, um, you know, I, I actually just wanted to kind of go back as well, like, um, and just kind of make this point that, you jesus is you know he has intense compassion on his children he has intense compassion for humanity intense um the things that happen that that, you know we thought the horrific things that happen to people as a child or just any form of abuse and hurt and trauma you know those things i would say hurts jesus 
infinitely more than we can imagine, even ourselves. You know, it it, it just simply does. Um, however, the good news is that G Jesus alone, like he's not just simply touched by what we go through he's not just like oh so that's so sad what they're going through he mm. is also like thankfully he is also the answer you know he is able to restore so there's one scripture i just wanted to just wanted to bring it right now it's actually in first john chapter three i'm going to read from verse seven but my main verse i want to point at is verse eight so it says little children let no one deceive you he who practices righteousness is righteous, just as he, Jesus, is righteous. And then it says in verse 8, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. And this point I want to make, this main point of this verse I'm about to say, it says, For this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he may destroy the works of the devil. So we started off earlier in this is you know this conversation and we said you know what matt it's man that sin it's man that does evil to others this scripture says that this nature to sin is actually he who sins is of the devil he's the devil effectively is working through a person that sins sin is the devil's creation it is the devil's works it's the devil does what he does to destroy people to damage them to to traumatize them because this, this, he's obsessed about this he he hates the image of god the image of god is man god was made in the image of god he hates it beyond like a satanic level of hatred he has towards us yeah and he's, you know absolutely set on destroying as many souls as he can that's 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 his mission in life to steal to kill to destroy john yeah. chapter 10 but he says you know sin is of the devil and and so from when one one person acts on that nature to sin to do evil you know the the works of the devil is being carried out the works of harming of destroying of hurting but it says that jesus for this purpose jesus the son of god was made manifested that he may come and destroy those yeah. works destroy those works you know so jesus is not simply touched by what you're going through he he was he came to earth on a mission as to die for us and all those things but one of the benefits of his his suffering and you know to bring us into salvation was to destroy the works the devil has you know against us so my main point is like what has happened in our life has happened we can't go back to the past you know we may have many many questions but the main thing is that jesus can absolutely change the story for good and as you said one of the I think one of the like God doesn't waste anything, and and one of the purpose of why He may allow have allowed things to happen is that you know when He is taking you through that process of healing and deliverance, and you don't just have a scripture reference, but you have a a a, a testimony that is like engrafted into every fiber yeah. of your being that you could talk with such passion. Like I could go to, I don't know, yeah, woman, women that have been abused and say, you know, Jesus loves you. And that's fine. Jesus can still move and touch them and heal them. We can pray for them and stuff like that. And mm. I could tell them that Jesus loves them. But I tell you, I don't think I could hit the level of impact and influence as if someone, a woman herself had been through that same abuse yeah, and, and has gone through a process of healing deliverance and could reveal the glory and the goodness of God and, yeah. and what God has done to them. And then also have the scriptures to back that up as well. Like that's going to carry so much power to yeah. deliver people, to, you know, go after devils and all these things that are traumatizing people. No, yeah, I definitely agree. And that's the whole purpose as well with this, just this podcast. And I think that's just amazing point that you've made. Like if people are sharing, you know, that that's that they're you know the pain that they've been through abuse that they've been through whatever suffering that is and god uses them to speak to someone who's also going through that just you know that could do so much more than like you said someone going to speak to them and they haven't been through that yet god can move but actually if someone's been through that god can move even more and it could touch and transform them even more and that's the the purpose of this podcast and and the, and the main and the you know just yeah just the main purpose of it just to share pain so others can see wait hold on actually that person's going through this actually that's going they're going through that actually even just christians you know christians struggle christians because mm -hmm. that's one thing as well um sorry if i'm just going kind of going off topic a little bit but just that 
you know, people have this perspective, uh, this persona of Christians that, oh, they must be perfect. They think they're kind of everything. And because they've got God now, and it's like, no, no, no. Like, we go through hella suffering, like yeah. hella suffering because the devil's even more mad. Yeah. And then he's attacking us even more. And we also live in this sinful world still. Like, even though, yes, we've got Jesus now, but we still live in this sinful world. Um. So actually, um, yeah, we still go through the suffering. So I think it's just amazing that we can get on here and talk about our pain and things that we've been through. And just, yeah, I just thought it was amazing. Just that point that you just made. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, I would wanted to ask as well, um, you know, what would you say? So we just got obviously spoke about the, you know, Job and just the things that he went through. But what we seen at the the we see at the end of you know the book of job is just how god restored mm-hmm. um you know double what he had you know god restored him everything but one thing that really rattled my brain as well is like how can you restore um and i don't know if this is going to really pick your brain but just like how can you restore such loss you know because that that's one thing that's really hard sometimes to comprehend it's like okay, well, he's lost his wife, he's lost his children, he's lost, you know, maybe, like, material things is fine, you know, not fine because it's still going to hurt, you know, your home, your car, your this, your that, but then to your wife, your family, things like that, like, I feel like sometimes that's just so hard to to understand, and my question to you is, like, if someone's going through that suffering now and they've been in this repetitive cycle Mm. over and over again suffering going through this going through that this person they've lost this person that's happened this happened they've then lost this person all these different things they're still going through and they're in such a broken place what would you say to them now like if they were just right next to you and they were like what do I do you know we can see in the book of Job what God does but at the same time we see an end to that you know what if we this person feels like there is no end to that you know that it's just maybe it's gone on for like 20 30 years 40 years you know and they're like but where is God God I've called out to you I've prayed but where are you Mm -hmm. what would you kind of say to that person if they were asking you right now yeah I mean um you know it's it's, it's good question really good question i i i think i'd i naturally would want to build up more of a context of like yeah what has been happening in their lives i think there could be various things or reasons um you know if it's um certain cycles like you said that you know just to be open front it could be literally demonic cycles and curses and so on and so forth that people will suffer beyond what is clearly not this is not right this is seriously something's going wrong here um, so, you know, so I, I'd, I'd probably kind of want to dig a little bit to try and at the same time, having an internal conversation with the Holy Spirit saying, hey, can you can you provide me any information here? Like uh, yeah. to even speak anything that could help, because if this person is all, all they've ever known is suffering is, yeah, it's quite hard to break into that. But I, I mean, I, I think what I would want to do more than anything is I just would want to um I would want to promote the presence of God more than anything yeah. and the grace of God more than anything. Cause you, you mentioned and, and rightfully so, you know, even as Christians, we, 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 we find it difficult. There is, um, if people do have a, a perception that somehow we've got everything together and things perfect, then it's not the case, but the difference between us and maybe those who do not like follow Christ is that we've come to realize. And as we go on more and more, after one test after another, mm. we realize more and more how much we need him and yeah. how much we're so dependent on him that if he does not help us, if he does not strengthen us, if he does not give us love and joy yeah. and peace and everything that we need, that we cannot do this. We yeah. also want to throw in the towel. We want to give up. Like how many times? I can speak for myself. I'm sure yourself, Rebecca, where you yeah. just want to give up. You, yep. you, you, you've come to the absolute end of your tether. You've come to the end of your ability. You you have mm-hmm. no more strength. You have no more, no more will in you. You know, mm-hmm. and sometimes that's a really good place to be. And I think sometimes God allows us to come to that place because when he, when you do finally give up, he says, oh, you know, his response will be like, you know, uh, you know, finally, finally, you yeah. know, because the truth is we need him. We need him so much. But going back to that person, it, I, the presence 
if I could only promote uh, and and create an image of a a um, on create an image, but could certainly create a perception mm. that God is a God of love. Um, yeah. Uh, that's the first foundation. I was actually teaching this on Sunday. I was saying, you know, the, the, the foundation before an emphasis on how much we must love God and we've got to love God, we've got to love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, we've got to love our neighbor. There's a lot of emphasis often on what we have to do and how what, how much we have to love God, how we have to try and make sure we pray, make sure you read your Bible, make sure you do this, make sure you give, make sure you fast. It's a lot of emphasis on us. But mm-hmm. before that, the strong foundation that we must stand on is God's love for us. Yep. That is the yep. game changer, yeah. And and that and that love must not just merely be in your head, because that used to be me. I used to I used to have the scriptures of God's love for me in my head. If someone asked me, "Did you know God loves you?" I was, yeah, I know God loves you, but I knew it in my head. My heart yeah. had not fully had an encounter or an experience with that wow. revelation. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. So <clears throat> the first thing is like the baseline, the first thing, the foundation, the principal thing is that we must come to, uh, we must, I want to lack, lack, lack a better word, we must strive together to get to that place where we are fully persuaded that God loves us, that God loves me. And I could say it with faith, with, and it comes from the heart, that God actually loves me. He loved yeah. me. He loved, because the love of God will transform and change any single one so yeah. that's definitely the first thing i say i want to promote the love of god for the individual mm-hmm. and i would you know i would i would say holy spirit like here i am just inspire the words of my mouth and whatever like it gives to the spirit like prophesy whatever like express god's love so that person could receive god's love because i think that that's the great starting point because it kind of links to and this is something i've been meditating on recently is that our perception of god how we see god will affect how the experience that we have of him yeah if we still see god as a you know as a taskmaster as a dictator as a mm-hmm. lawkeeper that he's got a, he's got a, he's got a clipboard in his hand and he's ticking us of taking <laughs> you know all yeah. the good things and the bad he's keeping a record of all the bad if we have that mindset then we're going to respond in a way um that is going to be negative basically it's not going to yeah. it's going to hinder us um yeah. and so that that's one thing is like i i would really want to promote god's love and also promote in a way by like realizing that same thing we've got to see god for who he is yeah you asked me like uh at the beginning like uh, about you know children suffering even like job suffering or anything that happens in life when we simply don't understand like why did this happen we don't get it it's okay you know what we're not actually um expected or even called to try and understand everything in our lives mm-hmm. i've come to realize that one of the little tips i could share with any you know whoever may listen you know to hear him who has ears let him hear. Mm-hmm. um um, you know, when you come to know God's character and we know God's character through our life experiences and his goodness towards us, through his word, uh, through fellowship with others, through encounters and a fellowship and communion with him in prayer. You know, as these things, as we begin to peer into the truest nature, the truest nature of this God that we serve, that our father, which for me, father is for me the greatest revelation i could i could look to him as the father when i see him as as he is or as he has revealed himself to me you know what happens i begin to trust him i trust him so much that i you know what lord i don't i don't need an explanation for everything i just trust your decision making i trust your judgments i trust i trust the way you have my life i even trust what happened in my past as painful as it was and as hurtful as it was lord i just trust you when you get to that place yeah. of faith and trust you know you you get shaken and 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 moved about a lot less because now you're founded in him yeah and, and him alone so so going back to that question again i i would want to push them towards um the love of god for them yeah let that become a revelation and, and begin to work on and figure out how they see God and then, you know, try and help them to see him as he truly is. Cause I think like, you know, those things would really help. And then going to, you know, there's specific situations that have been, you know, cycles of suffering. Then yeah. it is obviously like prayer, potentially deliverance and, and so on and so forth. But yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. Wow. It's so amazing. You say all of this because this is something exactly what 
God has been speaking to me about recently and just I feel like I just had that breakthrough moment of between the heart and the head like you just pointed out and I feel like you took the words right out of I want to say out of my mouth but it's mm. like you know finding those words and it's like you said it between the heart and the head it's like you know God's love you know God loves you in your head but does your heart truly know it and I feel like for me on my journey um I you know you, you do question you know god why has this happened but god why da, da, da. you know you go through the suffering etc and i think that's what really sets apart and i feel like now i've just had that that breakthrough even with like that revelation of, of job you know he knew god in his heart he knew god's love in his heart it wasn't just in his head where i know god loves me i know god cares about me and even though he did question things at times because i know there's a particular verse in there where he started scraping his head or something mm. you know he was like going crazy a little bit at one point just thinking what is going on but at the same time he trusted god so much in his heart yeah. that even when his mom his friends uh, family whatever was telling him could just curse god and die you know what did you do da, 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 for all the suffering that you've been through you know but no job knew in his heart of hearts and that's why Job was a faithful servant. That's why God did restore everything because God, Job knew him in his heart of hearts. And that's definitely one thing that God has shown me recently is that getting to the depths of truly understanding the heart of God, knowing that he truly loves you in your heart, like knowing that in your heart and understanding his heart. And I feel like even though I've I've been on this like new journey with God, I say new journey because, you know, Daniel, that I was quote-unquote saved when I was younger but I, I, I don't even know what that was when I look back sometimes because I feel like I never would have walked away if I really knew God but it's like you know coming back on this journey with God is exactly three years ago this month actually for me and um I feel like I've been on such an up and down journey like with healing and going through just so much just God unpicking and unpacking everything and searching the deepest parts of my heart bringing things to the surface and things are hurting so much so I'm like what is this thinking that you've you know left that's what I spoke about sometimes in, in some of the other episodes is pain that you've left in the past but and then questioning but god why this why that why did you love this but actually I just shared this the other day on my tiktok is that I finally understood and finally got to that revelation of understanding god's true nature god's true character his true love and that actually god reminded me of a dream that i had a few years ago where um i was just to kind of shorten it a little bit i was sat by this swimming pool there was a massive swimming pool and there was this whole world like underneath this swimming pool and there were so many people under it and people were just like um you know engaging like in activities and just talking and like they were fully breathing under there and like doing all sorts and I was like so confused so I was thinking this is water how are they breathing under there and I remember there was a friend there and I remember saying to her you know how's everyone breathing under there like can they breathe and she said yeah you can if you just relax and I was like no I'm not going under there I'm not doing it but there was a lot more to the dream but the the point of the dream was God was showing me that I was too scared to dive deep. I was, and that was something God showed me then. But recently, God showed me that that's where he's calling us. That scripture, it says, the deep call of unto deep. He's calling us so deep that even when there's so many things going on in the world, like, for instance, in that same dream as well, because I didn't go in that water, everyone who came out of the water and went to change, etc., you know, after coming out of the water, because I, we all went in the same direction, like all of us. Um, so I didn't go in the water. They did. They came out, went to go and change. We all went in the same direction. Everyone was just like so focused on their journey. But me, I ended up getting into a kerfuffle with somebody on the journey and um, ended up like someone ended up pushing me. I pushed them back. And it was just so silly. And God gave me this revelation recently that he wants to take us so deep that actually beneath the surface, so deep in him to truly understand mm -hmm. his character, truly understand his love, his nature, that even though there's so much going on in the world, even though we're going through suffering, even though there's we're going through, you know, there's issues and there's this and that, trials and, you know, all sorts going on, that actually we're so deep in God that those things don't matter. And that in that dream where God was showing me that, you know, I got distracted because I wasn't deep in God. And actually, I've got to that point now of having that breakthrough moment of like, no, I truly do understand his heart. I truly understand him in my heart of hearts now, his character, his nature, his love. And I think I'm repeating myself now, but just like, it was such an amazing, oh, 
moment for me and it was so beautiful to the point that I was like like you know I could go through suffering this that etc and like you said it's truly trusting God that yeah you you might doubt sometimes yeah you might feel a type of way yeah you might get down and you know you might you know have you have your struggles um but actually in all of that you still trust God like Job yeah you know went a little bit crazy at points but he was like but i still trust god yeah i feel this way it's making me feel this way but i still trust god yeah this suffering's happened yeah i've lost this yeah this and that's happened but i still trust god because god i know that you love me so much to leave me i know that you love me too much and i know that you care about me too much i know your nature and your nature is not to leave me your nature is not to see me go through suffering and say hey yeah i'm going to leave you and you know what i don't care actually no i care about you i care about you so much that actually i sent my son jesus christ to die for you so you could be pulled out of that so you could walk with me in peace in joy in love despite living in a sinful world um but yeah so i just i wanted to just drop that in because i just thought that was just um an amazing like you just pointed out some really good points and how it just related to to just things that god's been speaking to me about recently mm-hmm. um but yeah so i think basically in a nutshell we're saying is that you know if we can agree on this is that we are going to go through suffering in, in this life mm-hmm. <laughs> things are never going to be perfect um we're going to go through struggles and fight battles but actually god is with us and actually when we understand his character when we understand his true nature his love those things are not going to matter and god is with us through it all he's with us and there is hope there is a light at the end of that tunnel so you know to those who are going through suffering and like you said as well rightly so sometimes if people are going through cycles of you know, struggles or whatever it is. Um, sometimes it might be even just a spirit as well. Sometimes yeah. it might be a generational curse. And, you know, some people who may listen to this may not understand the depths of that. Um, and I pray that you do. Um, you know, it's all a journey of learning all these things. But And some of you may understand, you know, generational curses and spirits and this and that. It You know, everything happens in the spirit before it happens in the physical everything is spiritual um and there are spirits out there there are demonic spirits and sometimes they could be tied to us and keeping us bound and the way to break through that is is praying fasting you know god gives us these instructions in his word doesn't he um daniel just about all of this so yeah yeah Yeah. and you know i'll just say even to the yeah absolutely completely true you know we, we suffer but um for various reasons and and things that happen but you know god will see us through it all but even yeah. to those who are carrying you know maybe listening and they're carrying certain pains in their hearts or they they they, they know there are certain things that are affecting them um you know deeper down again as i was saying earlier the, the first thing is is first of all you have to maybe ask yourself the question do do i really really believe that god loves me yeah. do i believe in that he loves me so much that he actually cares about me and that he sees everything like because these the, the, like the truth is he absolutely loves you with an ap- yeah. a, a, a such an intense love i can't express that mm-hmm. um i love the analogy of the ocean that you gave in your dream because i remember many years ago i used to have this almost like a childlike um a childish childlike kind of question and i it just yeah. came from my own heart which was in my own pain if you like where how, how can god love me and how could God love me and love everyone kind of thing? Because yeah. there's something that I, I wanted to feel special to him. I didn't want to be just an extra body that God has to love kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. feeling. How <laughs> does God love me? And I had this dream of being in an ocean and, wow. um, or, or a vision of an ocean. And I could see that there were people like you could the ocean was so big. I could sort that you, you could you could be in one spot of that ocean. And as someone could be completely out of distance in another spot of the ocean, because God's love is so vast, so wide that there's so much space for everyone to the point that his love is so deep and so intense that he makes you feel like you're the only one in the world. Like, like yeah. he makes you feel, cause it's true as well. Like you are, you know, he, he, you are on his mind. There's a scripture I just make reference to is Jeremiah 29. I think verse 11, it says, for I know the thoughts I have towards you. Yeah 
a very powerful scripture. In fact, I was teaching that recently, you know, God thinks thoughts towards us. David in the Psalms said, oh, how vast, how numerous are your thoughts towards me? Can you imagine God of the universe, this great God that we serve, <laughs> he's thinking about us. And not yep. just is he thinking about us, but thoughts of good, yeah, thoughts of hope, thoughts of peace, thoughts to bring you into a good and godly expect, you know, end, a destiny, a purpose. Our Father wants us to become the greatest success. There is no greater cheerleader. There's no greater uh, uh, fan. There's no greater person that is longing for us to become everything he created us to be remember he created us and he is also a father you know of course he's gonna long for you to become the person he made you to be because one of and i'll get i was also sharing this recently that one the one of our purposes why we exist you know why was man created why do we exist why does daniel exist why does rebecca exist i'll tell you one of the greatest reasons why we exist exist is to give him delight is to give him pleasure he takes great great pleasure in us yeah. He loves us. Um, he loves us that much. He del- he delights in us. We give him we give him joy. We put a smile on his face. We warm his heart up by just being ourselves. You know, it's just such an amazing thing. Going back to the person that may be hurting, you know, even right now, and they have certain uh, things that they feel like they is is issue. You know, is bothering them or it's a cycle or whatever. You know, mm. for me, it's you know, you just come to the Lord. Um. Yeah. Draw nearer to him. As you go into him, as you draw closer to him and into that love, I'm telling you, as yeah, I could, you know, as God be my witness, mm. his love will begin to heal those areas of your heart, that pain, that wound. You know, as you begin to worship, I was sharing this um, recently, I think I was speaking to my wife recently. I said, you know, so worship opens up our hearts. Mm. The reason why people stay um, wounded and hurt and, and they've not experienced the healing is because they close that area of their life and they close their heart off to yeah. the one that can help them. Yeah. But as we as we open up our hearts and as we just give God access to every area, the area of shame and guilt and disappointment and pain and those broken, you know, those dark areas of our own hearts where we're like, we never ever want to open the door to that area. You know, it's dark in there. I, I never, you know, we just block everything. We suppress everything. Yeah. And, and they keep popping up in different ways. And we do our best to shove it back down and shove it back into the closet. You know, those skeletons. I mean, those areas, letting the light of God's love go into those areas, mm. being bold and create, cr- courageous to face that pain and let the Holy Spirit walk you through it. I think this is the last thing I actually want to say because I feel like I can just talk and talk. There is nothing that compares to the fr- the, the feeling, the experience of freedom. Mm. There is many a things, and you know, maybe this will be a later podcast where I'll actually share personal testimonies of myself, my own pains. You know, yeah. <clears throat> let me. T- but you know, just to say for today, nothing compares to freedom. When yeah. you receive healing, when you allow the Holy Spirit, when you allow Jesus to bring healing to your heart, to do a heart surgery and to heal that area, and to go through that process, so you may be free, that there is nothing that feels better than being free, I mean, you feel like the weight of the world is lifted off your shoulder, you feel so light, so nimble, so free, you know, nothing compares to freedom, Jesus Christ was, you know, died, rose again, and, and he, he invited us into himself, so that we may be free, this last scripture I'll read, you know, Luke 4, Luke 4, 18 to 19, Jesus speaking, and he was referencing Isaiah 61. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim lab- liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. So Jesus stood up in the temple the book of isaiah was in front of him he said the spirit of the lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor he has sent me to heal those who have broken hearts broken souls have been broken in life and he has sent me to set people free and if that's the last thing i would say today is jesus christ was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil he came to set people free if you and i are not free in certain areas jesus wants to make you and i free yeah wow 
wow, this is mind blowing. Like you said, we could just go on and on for ages because I just feel like there's there's just so much that you could just talk about and just just understanding that just God's true heart and just love for us. And like you said, that freedom. I can definitely say that for a one thousand percent fact, like that freedom that I felt as well on this journey of just allowing God to completely come in and some things I hadn't even let him fully in until just recently it's like certain things you didn't even realize were still deep down in there they still needed unpicking that you hadn't let God full access to but letting him have full access letting him heal you letting him come in I know it's hard to anyone who's listening it's really hard, especially if you've bottled it up for so long and you're so used to just shoving it to the side or pushing it far down to the bottom of your heart or to the back of your mind. You know, it's so hard to say, God, come in. God, have your way in my heart. It's so hard to do that. But God wants to come in. He wants to heal you. He wants to transform you because he loves and he cares about you so much and he wants to set you free. That's what he came to do. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we're just going to kind of end it here. But thank you so much, Daniel, for coming on to this podcast. My pleasure. Um, definitely going to have to do another one because this was just powerful. And there's so many people out there that just need to hear this word. So, yeah um but yeah thank you so much daniel for coming on this podcast um thank and... you for having me it's been a pleasure um yeah, yeah we'll do it again sometime definitely definitely um but yeah and thank you to all the listeners out there and i just pray and hope that this has really touched you and spoke to your heart um and i just pray that just god ministers to you in every way shape or form however he sees best because he knows you he knew you before you were in your mother's womb like he knows you and he wants to touch you he wants to heal you he wants to speak to you so just let him in but yeah thanks for listening guys and don't forget to share this podcast around um you never know who you may help and speak to but yeah